created live on Fireside. Welcome to YNS Live. I am Juliet Han, the host. So I wanted to jump in and kind of just, uh, you know, in a lot of conversations of me coaching people coming back from PodFest, I spoke about um, the importance of storytelling and just, you know, pretty much the busyness of the world right now and where we all are in life. It kept coming back of what gives some people the edge that other people don't have. So the more I started talking to, you know, talking to people, the more I've been coaching people through kind of finding their passion and really what are the essential things to be successful. And one thing that we come back on all the time is really there's a little bit of a routine that a lot of people do that are successful. And it's kind of, it's, you know, sometimes it's cliche. Sometimes people say, oh, you know, um, you don't have to do it. But my way I approach it, and this is especially what I approach with clients, is you have to find the way that you are the most productive, but also the way you work best. So if you guys have, you know, if you're tuning in here from uh, LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, or if you're here live on Fireside, or if you're listening to the replay, I think one of the things that's really important is to think about how you work best. So we talk about on YNS Live and your next stop about daydreaming. Some people call it meditating. I call it daydreaming. And daydreaming to me is finding that space that you can create. You can think about what you want. You can think about um, how, you know, if you have an idea of like how that's going to play out. And for me, I can't sit on a mat and day, like I can't sit on a mat and daydream or meditate. I think about like the laundry and all the things that I have to do in the house. And I, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't like to do that. So for me, walking is really important. That's when, as my husband says, my squirrel brain kind of gets under control. So if you guys are like me, think about, oh, you know what? Because we've I just had a couple clients that this was like a very aha moment for them because they were really trying to meditate. They were really trying to like clear their mind and sit on a mat in a quiet room. And I said to them, oh God, I can't do that. And they said, I know, but everything I read, you know, everything, you know, where I am, people always say that you have to find, you know, some space, you know, some quiet time, which I do think is really important. Even though I am a go, go, go person, I do need that time just to kind of have a clear mind. And that is when I'm in the flow working best is when I am able to do that more often than not. So I said to, you know, my clients, I said, no, you know, you need to find the place that you're going to do work best. Just like, you know, when people say you should be writing affirmations or you should be writing journals. If you're following, you know, very, um, you know, people that are super successful in the world, there is a lot of people talk about the morning routine and what they do. And that is great. I mean, I have a morning routine, but my morning routine is not going to look the same as someone else, but I am still successful in how I play my day out and how I plan my day out. So I think that's something that, again, is really important. And if you guys, you know, Dave and Jason, um, you guys are welcome to kind of jump on in, you know, a couple minutes if you want to kind of share any thoughts here. But I think it's, you know, I just got this new microphone and it's interesting because I'm like, is my hair that's hitting this? No, this is not a microphone. It's literally, it's so sensitive that me moving in my chair. Can you guys hear that? Clap if you can hear my moving or is it just me? Crazy. Um, <laughs> which could, which could be. So I want to take you guys through what I do. Um, and I talk about this on my podcast, but other podcasts, but what I do kind of in a seven day pattern 
to set up my success. So for a very long time, I always wake up before the kids and my husband. And I really, I'm just an early person. But for me, that's my quiet time. I don't need a lot of space. I can have the kids, even when they were little, like literally living on me. Hey, Stephanie, they could like live on me. And that was not a problem. But I did notice that I did not like to wake up exactly when they were waking up. So I always would get up you know, whether it's half an hour to an hour before my family and the world kind of wakes up. And that's when I do, I catch up on some emails. I catch up on laundry. I do some of those things, but that's where I just have my quiet space. And then I go literally for five days. That's how I I wake up every morning. I either walk the dogs at 530 or I work out and then get the kids ready they go and they get off to school and then I either work out or walk the dogs at at nine. So it depends on what I do in the beginning there. And I've just recently kind of switched my routine because I felt like it was a little stagnant. And I think that's another thing people, sometimes they try to do things that are not working for them. And, you know, if you're not a morning person, try to just get up a little bit earlier than the, the house if that works for you. But if you realize you don't need that when the kids go to school, then you have your alone time. Or when you're driving in your car to the office, that's your alone time. Like you have to find where you feel that that centered. And so, and then I start my day and I literally am interviewing, doing live shows, talking to people, doing my work that is going to move my business forward. That's going to move my, you know, move the needle, um, networking, doing all those things, preparing for, you know, talks of like when I was at PodFest, that's my time when the kids are at school and it's not very long. So it's like from nine to two that I like kind of cram stuff. Well, no, I'm sorry, not nine. Cause that's when I'm walking the dog. So from like 1030 to two that I'm really getting that work in and answering emails and doing that. And then I go five days, like I go balls to the walls five days. And then on the weekends is really when I rein back in. And it's funny because I was on um, a podcast and we were talking about it. And the, my, the person that was interviewing me said they need to do like two days where they're balls to the walls, but they need that third day where it's a little bit more relaxed. And then they do two days and then they need a relaxed day where I need to go five days because I'm really like an all or nothing person. So again, it takes us back to how we work best and what moves the needle in our business or what we're doing, whether it's, you know, um, a passion, whether we have a corporate job and it's a passion that we're, you know, showing up every day to do, because that's another thing I talk to my clients about that's so important to have that passion, that thing that really lights you on fire. If you're in a corporate role or have a job, um, whatever it is that you really don't love, but at the moment you don't know how to get out of, it's really important to find that passion, that thing that lights you on fire and passion, you know, some people are like, Oh, I hate that word. But really that thing, the hobby, the thing that you love, you know, it can be gardening, it can be fixing a car, it can be, you know, getting on zooms and talking to people. There's so many different things that you don't realize that lights you up because you're, we're all just moving in such a fast paced world. And we're not kind of sitting back and being like, okay, what is it? And I think during COVID, people were able to kind of shift that and realize, okay, I really hate what I'm doing and I'm miserable every day that I wake up. I need to switch that. I really do think that a lot of people did that, but then I don't know if it was enough time for people to kind of 
kind of switch that and make that their paycheck. So they had to go back to something else. But just as long as you find that thing, some people call it a side hustle. I don't love that word, that term, but you can. It's a something that you do that lights you on fire. And a lot of times, which people don't realize, and when I'm you know consulting clients, it's I loved getting this aha moment from them. I love getting this aha moment from them is when they really are like, okay, I love this. Now I've been doing it for this much. And now I actually see where I can turn that into a workshop and get paid and actually make money. And it can be as simple as, you know, you garden, but you know how to garden in all different terrains, or you live in a certain area and you have a successful garden, but you don't realize that you have any talent in it. But then all your neighbors are like, oh, I can't do it because, you know, we have more sand or et cetera, et cetera. There's so many different things that you can do that you actually can make money in if you just stop and just consistently kind of show up and do that thing that you love because then you get out of bed and you're excited to do it. Even though you have to go to that corporate job, you know when you get home or before the kids wake up that you have that 20 minutes to do that thing that really lights you on fire. Whether it's writing, you know, screenplay, something that excites you. And, you know, we've talked about this so many times in all my podcasts is that I truly believe we all have a path, whether it's God or the universe, whether you believe in both, whether you believe in one, you know, I believe in God. And I do believe we all have kind of a, a path and a purpose. We all don't find it because we're all at, you know, going speed, speed, speed. And we don't sometimes realize, oh, I met that person for this reason. Oh, you know what? I kind of started doing this and I didn't realize that every time I, you know, put consistency and I took steps to what I was doing, something else would open up, a door would open up, a person would come in my path. And we don't see that and they kind of just let that person go. But if we're more intentional in our daily interactions with people, storytelling, you guys know, if you've listened to anything I do, I am passionate about storytelling. But if you just listen and see there's so many different things where your mind can open up and you are put on this earth for a reason. And if that reason is not what you're doing, you need to kind of shift because it is so important to live one life the best that you can. Now, do I wake up every day and I'm like in a great mood? No, I have my shit days. <laughs> Actually, June has been a shit show. I can't even tell you car accidents, flat tires. Like, I mean, just everything. And I'm like, okay, I know I'm being tested. I know it's probably God telling me to slow down and just take it in. I can't do everything. I have graduations, you know, dances, the kids' schedules are insane and I'm trying to continue my business. I just need to take it back a little bit. I need to be like, okay, I can't record as much as I was two months ago and I need to know that. But those are the things that I need to prepare next year and remember, don't go crazy in June because your June is crazy. Um, and we all have those, right? I've been, you know, this, this, this podcast I've had since 2019 and I forget every year when June comes, <laughs> it's not the best time. Um, and I'm sure you guys do the same. So what, again, I want to kind of anyone that's just jumping in wherever you are on, on certain platforms, what this, what I wanted to jump on and kind of talk to you guys about is that we are all busy. We're all going crazy. Some of you are on summer break. Some of you are not. Some of you, you know, are in jobs that you don't love. And you ask the question, what gives people the edge? What gives certain people the success? How are there certain people that are successful and certain people that are not? And they put the same kind of work in. And if you look at it, it's different work. And again, it's really important to find that routine that you have in the morning and throughout the day. You know, some people work better at night. 
my daughter is totally, her brain works so much better at night and she knows that. So she'll wait to do her homework until a little bit later. I'm terrible at night. I need to go to bed. So I know I wouldn't record a podcast at night. Have I done it? Yes. Do I rally? Yes. But that's not something I want to do all the time. So I know when I am best, when I, you know, certain times that I'm best, certain days of the week I'm best, at the end of the week, I know I don't want to put anything really big on my schedule if I don't have to, because I don't work as best because I go, go, go. So these are the things that I ask my clients. I tell, you know, write these things down. And if you guys are listening and you're thinking, oh, you know what? Every time I do that, it doesn't feel as good. Like when you're in the flow, it feels good. You, you, your brain opens up, you're meeting people, you're getting ideas, you're taking those ideas and you're running with them. You're not just having the idea and not doing anything. You're doing something with the, with those ideas. And that's, what's really important to kind of think about your day to day and then take a week to week, a month, a month, and kind of think, okay, this is where I want to be in two months, not just living the day and running with it. Because again, you can do that, but you're not going to be as intentional. If you have a goal or something set, you know you're going to work towards that. So again, I'm going to kind of recap here and tie it all together. Really important to find that space to daydream. Some people call it meditate. I call it daydreaming. I do it when I'm moving. I cannot sit on a mat and I cannot meditate like the traditional way of meditating. I've tried it for years because it will be like, you know, a friend will be like, hey, let's go do this. And I literally sit there and I, my mind just goes like, try not to think of anything. When someone tells me not to think of anything, I think of a thousand things. So finding that space that you can do your daydreaming, whether it's in the shower, whether it's before the kids wake up, whether it's in the car, whether it's moving when you have to, you know, exercise, some people do it when they run. It is really important to find that. Now I walk the dogs and that's when my, my best, that's where my brain is, can just kind of think and flow and go. But I also do work out. So I do lift weights. I don't do it when I'm lifting weights because I need to focus on lifting weights. I don't let my mind daydream when I'm lifting weights. So when some people tell me, oh, I daydream when I'm driving, you're not truly daydreaming because you're paying attention to driving, I hope. (laughs) Maybe you're not and you need to. So it is important to kind of find that space where you really can let your mind go, where there's nothing else. There's no other distractions. When I'm walking the dogs, it is just me walking the dogs with nature. And I know that I have that hour with them. And it is the best when the house isn't woken up. So 530 right now is I'm finding is the best because they're less distracted. It's a little bit cooler and it's just my favorite time. So finding that space to daydream and then thinking about what lights you up in the morning, right? What excites you? What makes you want to get out of bed? Whether you're in a job that you don't love, whether you're staying home with your kids and your kids are getting a little older, even if you're you're staying home with your kids, you know, that was my favorite thing. I loved being or being a stay-at-home mom, but there was a point where I needed more. My brain needed more. And so kind of thinking about that, what's, you know, what's exciting? Are you an artist? Do you want to draw? Do you, are you really good at making greeting cards? I have a really good friend that makes greeting cards because she loves them. And she started an Etsy store and she sells greeting cards. She's a teacher. She doesn't love, love, love being a teacher, but she enjoys it, but she loves doing her greeting cards. And so that gives her the power to every day kind of churn up and be a better person because she's happier because she's doing something that God kind of gave her the ability to do. And so that's, you know, again, really, really important for you guys, wherever you're listening, whatever you're thinking about, to think about that thing that excites you. Now, I have so many clients that will be like, I don't know what it is. And I said, okay, so your job is 
to go out and daydream and think about things. And then sometimes people don't realize, and this is what's so important. There's feelings that you get, like you get feelings where you have memories of feelings or you get a feeling in your body. So there's two different things there. And that's what I coach my clients. You might be thinking, okay, am I good at this? Do I like that? I don't know. But you're talking to someone and they mention that they are, you know, they've created this product. They've always wanted to create a stain stick and they have this really good formula. They've always done it. It's natural. They don't like the other stain sticks because those stain sticks, you know, have chemicals and it doesn't really work and they've been using it. So they decided I'm going to make this and put this out in, in the market. And you're hearing this and you're getting excited. You're feeling like, it's almost like butterflies or something in your stomach. And what I say to them is because that's exciting you. You're interested in what that person's saying. And that's where you need to explore. So you need to explore when you're having a conversation, whether it's, you know, at work, whether it's at a, you know, you're at a play date with a, you know, another family, whether you are um, on the train and you hear someone else's conversation, whether you're in the line at the grocery store, you're at a cocktail party, you're at friend's house, wherever it is. I want you to intentionally talk when you're talking to people, I want you intentionally to listen and think about the feelings that you're getting when they're talking. And it is really important. And it's not, it is hard when you've stuffed things because a lot of people think, okay, this is my life. I, I have no business starting a new business or I have no business writing a book or you know creating that product or um, doing a workshop or starting a podcast. So many people say, I have no business doing that. And I always say to them, well, why? Why do you have no business? They're like, who wants to hear my product? Or I don't even know where to start. That's a limiting belief. And so many people have that limiting belief. And what I say to that is, you need to you need to change that. Thank you guys. You need to change that that thought and you need to then go with it. So when you're at a party and someone's talking and you you get excited, I want you to go with that. Like why are you excited? Then you question yourself and ask, okay, what about that conversation really lit me up? Some people, you know, it's politics and they want to change things in their towns. Some people it's, you know, getting on the board of ed. These are things that again, they don't have to bring you an income, but a lot of times when you all of a sudden get into the path that God or the universe wants you to be in, it kind of starts opening up. And and there's times where you might start something I've had this one client. It was really cool. She had this idea for so long and she finally, I coached her through it. She got, you know, I want to say the balls to start it. And it has morphed into this like crazy, amazing business, completely different than the thing she started. But because she started and put action and moved forward and kept taking consistent steps into creating, sorry, I got a call, creating something she was able to then build this business that God intended her, the universe intended her to build. So that's what where so many people kind of limit themselves because they don't allow themselves to do that daydreaming because they're either scared, they don't know, you know, they, they they don't they don't know how to do it and they just don't have the balls to kind of go and do it. That's where I want you guys to kind of change your mindset and shift it. And it really does start with, okay whether you're a morning person or not a morning person, kind of getting up before you're woken up. I mean, the worst thing is, I think, when you get woken up by your kids and you have to go right away, whether they're little, whether they're big or whatever it is, if you set your own schedule and, you know, again, I have people in my house that are not morning people. I am a morning person, so I wake up without an alarm. 
usually at five. Um, and so what it is, is if you can just give yourself, and this is what I want to kind of challenge you guys for the next two weeks to set your alarm for five minutes earlier and do something in those five minutes for you, whether it's taking a walk around your house because it's five minutes, you won't have a lot of time, but doing something where you're moving your body, you're, you're doing something that's going to get your adrenaline up, excited, walk up and down the stairs more times. Because that's the other thing is, as I said, if you guys are just tuning in, I walk my dogs and I work out. I also have a lot of energy, but I need to do it for my brain. So if I don't, and it's more of my brain than really health for me, even though it is healthy to do it, I need to do it for my brain because my brain needs to stay active. My brain needs that adrenaline, that, you know, that working out. And so finding that where you can take a walk around the block, taking, you know, walking up and down the stairs, taking your laundry baskets and moving around, but doing something where you're getting your heart rate up a little bit is just going to make you start feeling a little bit better. It's going to give you a little bit more energy and Again, I just want you to do five minutes, increments of five minutes. So if every day for two weeks, you wake up for five minutes earlier than you normally do, it becomes a lot easier. So that is what I always coach my clients where they're like, well, I want to get up, you know, before the kids get up, but I don't know how I can't do it. Like I, I try to do it, you know, 30 minutes and then I'm so tired. I'm like, no, 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 let's break this up. That's what another thing people sometimes take too bigs of chunks when they try to change routine or try to get into something just break it up. Five minute increments, one day at a time, right? That's what you hear people saying that all the time. You're not going to change the world in, you know, in, in a day. It takes time, but the consistency is so important and it is so what is going to keep you moving forward. And so that is what, that's the challenge I want everyone that's listening that right now is feeling stuck, is feeling aggravated in their life. I want you to find that time where you're going to wake up a little bit earlier. So for two weeks, do that. I want you to find that time for daydreaming, meditating, whatever you want to call it, where you can let your mind explore. You can think about the life you've always wanted, or you can create something. That's where I created my podcast, literally walking the dogs. I created my podcast because I love storytelling. If you guys don't know my story, you can find it here on Fireside. Um, I literally talk about my story. I think it's called my story. (laughs) So you can check that out. And the other thing is that's really important. And I'm good at sometimes, and I'm not good at sometimes, but really cutting the shit out of your diet. Like if you're eating fast food and greasy stuff all the time, you're going to feel sluggish. If you just every day kind of cut one little, like one little bad habit, if you eat after dinner, try to like, you know, three days a week, not do it. Start with one day a week, not doing it. Then you go to two, take it in little things. If you drink soda and you want to cut that, just one day start diluting that soda with a little bit of water. I'm telling you, I've helped clients completely kick a you know, soda addiction that they've had for years and they feel so much better. If it's, you know, that you um, want to cut out certain foods in your diet, again, cut that food in half. Don't cold turkey it unless you know that you're really good at the cold turkey. Some people are really good at that cold turkey. Others need to do it consistently and do it in small increments. So that's what I want you guys to do. I want you to think about that. You can find me. My um, Instagram is here. I am Juliet Hahn. If you're looking to you know, find a coach that can kind of coach you through this, I have an online workshop that helps you find your creative passion. I also work with people one-on-one, very small amount of people because I do, you know, podcasting is, is um, what I'm doing and running with and loving and um, creating these shows. But I do have time that I do help others find that. So I know some people here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, D, 
Daniel, I think you have asked a question. Let me see. I got to now scroll. <laughs> Give me one second. I got to scroll and find. And if anyone wants to, I daydream while wash dishes. Oh, Chris, that's amazing. Exactly. Because you don't need to really pay attention to washing the dishes. And I think that's such an important thing to do. And you're getting the dishes done. That's kind of what maybe I need to start doing it a little bit then because I hate doing the dishes. Um, if anyone wants to jump up, we have about five more minutes. I'm happy to, you know, have anyone jump up and want to ask a question or if they have a comment that they want to bring. Um, and I know, I think it's always interesting. I think we've, uh, Dave and um, Mark have been in the audience before. And I think Daniel too, where everyone's at work. So they really can't, they're just kind of listening. Oh, here comes Chris. So if anyone else, if you guys, if you go over to the, um, you can request to act. Chris, do you want to be on uh, video or do you just want to not to be on video? Uh, not video today. I'm just too gorgeous. I don't want to affect people. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> thanks for letting me come up. Great information as always. And uh, my question, I think I know the answer, but maybe I need to hear it again. When trying to change whatever method you're using, cold turkey or the five-minute earlier methods or many others that you've suggested, when not succeeding, do you tell your clients, uh, do you tell yourself, just try it again? In other words, are, are there any any limits to the to the redo, we used to call it? You know, I want to redo. Yeah, no. I mean, again, I think it's really important to know yourself. There's some people that if it's not working – and they keep trying, then it does like where they cut it back a little bit, you know, say, say it's trying to cut soda and the half of cutting the soda is not working. So they do it a little bit less and a little bit less, and then they can move past that half and do it that way. Or some people are like, okay, the water's not working. But what I say is you have to give it enough time because that's what some people don't give it enough time. So trying it for like saying, okay, for two weeks, I'm going to do this five minute earlier and see where I am. Same with soda. I'm going to try to cut that soda for two weeks by cutting it with water. You have to give yourself time. And I'm just going to give you a little example. When I started my podcast, I said, okay, I really think I'm going to love this, but I don't know because I've never podcasted, but I'm going to give myself one year. And at that year mark, I will then look and say, okay, I meant to do this or not. In a year, some people are like, wow, that's really long. Why a year? And I'm like, because we're going to go through, especially if you're, you know, you have family, you, you know, have um, kids, whatever, you're going to go through ups and downs throughout that entire year. I was just, I think before you got here, I mean, June is like, I, I literally want to crawl up on a ball and like <laughs> just wait until it's over. And it's sad because I have birthdays and graduation. I mean, so many really fun, exciting things, but too much that I can't even keep my head straight. Every weekend, my daughter and I are on the road for lacrosse tournaments. You can hear my voice. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm run down and I know I am and I'm trying to, okay, let me see. Oh, I can't sleep this day because I have to do this. So I know for myself that, you know, I'm going to bed some days, like the other day I got back from lacrosse, I went to bed at 830 at night and I've never gone to bed at 8.30 at night since I probably was a child, but I needed that and I knew I needed that. And I was like, okay, I'm sorry, guys, I can't watch the, you know, we were going to do movie night. I can't do it. I got to go to bed. I had to sacrifice some stuff. But so it's giving you that time to say, okay, I know that no, it has not worked and it's not going to work. I'm not going to be able to change that and knowing yourself or you know what? I need to give it a little more time because I do feel like it's working. I am excited when I'm trying to change that. I just need to be more consistent because consistency, again, is so important. I hope I answered your question there. Perfectly. Um, I, I've experienced uh, something similar with the soda issue. I tried for years to quit 
And I did all these different methods. You know, I'll only have soda on this kind of a meal. I'll only have soda on this type of a day or for this occasion. Nothing worked. I, I had a miraculous thing happen. It simply left my body. The desire to drink it left. Right. Uh, cold turkey. It, I call it a miracle because it was. I mean, I was drinking soda for pretty much 40 45 years of my life every day, nothing but sodas. Four liters, by the way, four liters a day. Wow. That's horrifying. See, and, yeah. Well, I mean, now you know, and you know that it's not good for you. And you know, like, did you how did you feel so much better when you finally did stop it? Or was it a gradual, like, feeling good? No, it was an instantaneous reaction because yeah. my heart was racing and on and on and on. All the other issues that, that you encounter when you have an unhealthy type of diet. And so, I, you know, miracles do happen, but I, I really like your approach. And I'm going to try that starting today, that five minutes, just five minutes, man, it can change your life. You know, I'm it, really excited about that because I have, I have mobility issues and I'm afraid to walk. I can't really walk or stand for more than five minutes, right. but you know what? I'm going to walk or stand for the five minutes. So let's, let's try that today. I, thank you for that encouragement. Yeah, no worries. And, th and that's the thing. If you do it a little bit, because what's going to happen is your body's going to get a little bit stronger instead of where I have clients that, you know, need to lose weight, but every time they jump into the gym, they hurt themselves because they, they still think that they're younger and they're like, oh my gosh, I, you know, I thought I could do it. And then it sets them back even more. But I'm like, listen, walk or do something. Cause sometimes walking is like ride a bike or do and, you know, stationary bike or something that, you know, is going to be able to strengthen where you need, but don't jump into it so aggressively. And I, I mean, I'm the worst. I'm like, you know, I totally still think I play college sports. <laughs> My body doesn't. And so I know like <laughs> if you jump into something, it is, you have to really kind of take it, especially as we get older, slower and slower. But if you just take those steps every day to cut something out or to add something to your life, it's going to gradually do it. And so I love that. So even if Chris, even if you did, you know, the five minutes, but did it three days a week or two days a week, and then the next week you do three days a week, and then the next week you do four days a week and you stay with the five minutes, but you gradually add that five minutes. And then after those, you know, four weeks, then you go up to seven minutes and you do one day a week for seven minutes. And then, you know, you continue with the five and then the next week it's two days with seven minutes. Do you know what I mean? So if you take it and build on that and really write it somewhere or somewhere or however you learn best, you're going to get stronger and you're going to realize that your mobility is, is getting better. I love it. And let me just say one more thing and I'll, I'll, I'll leave the stage. Thank you so much for the time. Yeah, of course. I, I've been married for 35 years and people ask me, um, how did you do it? And I say, I just tell myself I can make it five more minutes. <laughs> Thank you so much it. for your advice. Of course, of course. Thank you for jumping up. And now, Daniel, I know some of you. I'm gonna. I got to look here because now I got to scroll. I know. I saw Dave said something funny. Oh, okay. So Daniel said, "Oh, whiteboard helps me daydream." Okay, I love that, Daniel. And then Dave said, seriously, Juliet, I just picked up my lunch at Arby's. <laughs> she said, I've got fast food. Now, Dave, if you love fast food, okay, you can have it every once in a while. That's the thing. You can have it every once in a while. Don't have it every day. Because some people can handle it. Not the best. No. And if you're eating it all the time, it's going to catch up on you. I don't know how old you are. But what you can do is, again, okay, this week I'm going to have it once a week, you know, or three times a week. It depends on how many you're having it. And then you you cut back from there. It says I have poor quality. I hope you guys can hear me. 
Um, how do you know when it's time to quit something? Daniel says, so it's time to quit something when you are feeling crap. So like if you're staying up too late and you're waking up in the morning and you feel like, Oh my God, I'm so sluggish. You need to start changing it. Now here's another thing, which is very interesting. So someone that's been like drinking cocktails for, you know, five, six days a week, I used to have glasses of wine. You know, my husband, and I loved going out to dinner. We probably would have cocktails five, six days a week. And I remember when I went to stop doing that, cause I was like, okay, I need to stop. This is now becoming where I'm like sluggish in the morning or I'm not feeling sluggish in the morning anymore, which is a problem in itself. Then it actually hurt worse. Like I felt shittier stopping the cocktails, but then once I did, and I'm like, okay, I'll have cocktails two days a week, three days a week, you know, then I felt better. So if you're eating consistently and you've been eating fast food, you know, every day for 10 years, when you start cutting it out, you're going to feel crappier and you might not realize you feel crappy eating it because you, because that's what your body knows. So, but thinking about things that are healthy versus not healthy, you know, soda, again, some people like they feel like when they stop because of the caffeine, they feel like death and you're almost going through like detox because sugar is more addicted than some drug, like actual drugs. So there are some things. And again, this is like what, you know, I talk to clients. I, I do not health stuff sometimes, but I am, um, before I started my whole podcast, I did used to do some health and fitness coaching because I have a background in it. Um, and so I do always add that wherever, whatever I'm doing when I'm helping people find their passion, kind of change their life. I always add a little bit of the diet, the, you know, early morning routine and the, the moving your body. But again, in small little increments, because it's really important not to just dive in. You know, some people like myself, I am all or nothing. And that worked for me for a period of time, but then you kind of hit a wall and you have to like, then kind of do it slower. So thank you guys for joining YNS live. And I do have to say right now, whoever's listening, I have partnered with picked cherries. I'm sure you guys have heard because they are a big sponsor of mine that we've also partnered to give my fans $1,000. Okay. So one of my fans, one of my listeners, friends, family, someone that is close to me is going to be in a drawing for a thousand dollars. Now, what you have to do is go over to, I am Juliet Han, J U L I E T H A H N. You go over there. That's my Instagram. You find it in the beacons link. There's a link in my bio and it basically will say win $1,000. And all you're doing is downloading the Picks Cherries app. You can listen to podcasts in that app. My, my podcast, even my live shows go out Monday and Wednesday and you can listen in Picked Cherries. And what I love so much is that you can take a snippet so like an IG or a TikTok, like if, if I sent this whole episode to someone, I'm like, you need to listen to it. There's a lot of times they might not listen to it if they don't have time. But if I took a little chunk of it and sent it, they're more apt to listen to the whole episode. So it's also helped me really grow my podcast. So again, go to I am Juliet Han, and it will take you two seconds. You download the app. You just put your you know information in, uh, in the, where you'll see the link and I think it took one, you know, what someone said, oh my God, that took me like a minute and a half, not even two minutes. It's going to take you really quick. It's going to be quick. And it ends on this Monday. So you won't have a chance after that. So head over there. And, um, again, this episode, um, 
I did say I didn't say that because of thousand dollars. Oh, I love your show. Oh, Dave, thank you so much. You cracked me up, and I know I still I still need to be a guest on yours, but that the time is always it kills me because I'm as I if you weren't here in the beginning at night I am not myself. I'm ready for bed. Um, but this episode is brought to you by Pick Cherries. Again, have you been listening to a podcast and you all of a sudden? are like, wait, I want to send that to someone and you send it and you're like, oh, go to 10 minutes and 28 seconds. And then you follow up with them in five minutes and I mean, you know, like the next day and they're, they haven't done anything. This now you can, you can go over and you can take a snippet. It's called a pick cherry and you can send it to them. And it's, it's really amazing. So thank you guys for joining YNS live. Um, I was going to say with NFL and it's not, not that today, but also you guys will be scheduling a lot of shows with the um, pivot, which I'm really excited about. And uh, thank you guys for being here and have a great, what is today? <laughs> today is Wednesday. This is the longest week ever. Um, and I think I say that maybe like seven times a year, but this is a long week and another slow exit. <laughs> I'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.